Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Only Bruins. I am one half of your host, Downtown Ace Boosie, Aces Boosie, however you want to call it. This episode is brought to you by the one and only Black and Gold Productions, LLC. What up? What up? And the one and only fucking A, learn how to talk, Boosie. FanDuel Sportsbook, baby. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. Get in on the fun. Uh, I've been laying low on my bets. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Snaps for your boy. Snaps for your boy. Not everyone on the pod knows what happens. Tell, that's, tell, explain the story. True. Fuck the betting ads. This they should be betting on this shit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Love well, you, Fanduel. <laughs> well, real quick, Fanduel, Fanduel.com/slash/Boston. Sign up, get in on the fun. Because if you were a betting man this past weekend, you could want some serious money on me. That's right. Your boy got his first ever hole in one. Popped my cherry. Not a big deal. 156 yards. Went to my back, keep the change. Greens aerated, didn't even fucking phase me. Sunk that fucker in, celebrated, and had some margaritas that night. And you know that that's what it is. Your your boy got after it. And the funny thing is, we saw like the shot come down. We saw the shot come down, and it was raining that day. The weather was shit. So it was raining that day. Couldn't really tell if like it actually went in or not. It kind of just like lost it. And so I'm like, there's no way that went in. Cause like sometimes when you can't find your ball on a short par three and like you swear you saw it like on the green or something, you always like joke around like, oh, let me check the hole just in case. This time I actually like Nestor didn't even shoot a stack guy loots, didn't even shoot his shot. We just fucking drove right down to the green. We're like, there's no fucking way that's in. I'm like, I think that's in. So we drove right down to the fucking green. Nestor didn't even shoot. And we see the ball in the hole. I'm like, I just, I just, I don't even remember anything. I just blacked out. It was too cold <laughs> to like text or tweet anything. Yeah. Like my phone was away because I was, I was on the Bluetooth uh, the whole time, anyways. Dude, it was. <laughs> like I just blacked out. I, you just, I don't remember you, any. You look like Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights. Just I I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I, I didn't know what I didn't think that would ever happen to me. And then I'm so blacked out. Like like I doesn't even cross my mind. We get to the next hold to like fucking tee off, and then of course I fucking shank it right into the woods and lose that. Is. And there so, yeah, I, I was telling the guys at hockey about it. I'm like, I didn't even think to save the ball or anything. And by the time I realized it, I lost the ball on the next <laughs> hole. <laughs> but uh, you got the uh, picture. There's proof. Yeah. The, the there was snap, the snaps on the pod for your boy. Whatever those golf guys do. Snap it up. There we go. Yeah. I don't even know what they was. Uh, it? Oh, golf clap. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yeah. Golf clap, that's what it is. Nice See, little I'm golf. I'm a happy Gilmore guy. Yeah, all Get you some fucking fucking noise. <laughs> all you fucking peasants can bow down to me. I know it sucks too because uh it wasn't busy that day because the weather was such shit. We were supposed to be paired up with two other people. They bailed because they're pussies and uh the weather was shit. They couldn't brace the cold or the wind or the rain. But it is what it ain't. I was out there with one of my best buds. We had a good time. Had all the did, beers. Had did all the they give you? Did they get you beers after, like the club? No. So I didn't find out till after that if you the golf, whole bar will Denver, drink you. Yeah, well, I well at least yeah. in Canada, if you get a hole in one, the fucking the whole like the bar will drink you. 
until yeah, well, you're like, you, I'm leaving. Like at least here, like if you get a hole in one, you buy everyone around or something, basically. Yeah, but I was only with Nestor and I had already bought us four beers to like start the round, or yeah, two beers each to start the round. Yeah, that that was really I'm like, and we didn't even stay after because both of us had to actually jet out after. So we didn't even get to like properly celebrate, but I got to go to Mo- the Moody Mile and Waltham, rip it up and have some margaritas. Someone Seriously? someone tweeted at me saying that was pretty gay of me, but that's pride month, baby. Yeah. Get with it. The right. OB I was trying to find it. I was trying to find the gay pride Bud Light cans uh that they've been they selling. They don't fucking this month. sell them. Dude, I know. They're not but... selling them. Dude, I've been buying BLs too, just to make the homophobes mad. Oh, I I, I still buy them, them to the fuck with people. You know Heineken Silver is my drink to go, that cast gas, but I'll I'll buy a Bud Latte to fucking piss off the homophobes. Yeah. Any fucking day of the week. That's a win in my book. But I mean, I guess I didn't really shoot it over to you. What's up, buddy? What's new? Not much, dude. For hobbling around on one knee. I had a tough week on my knee. They messed me up at physio. I'm trying to get the root. What's really going on here? So I've uh, been taking it easy this week. Back to work on four hour days, which is nice because it's getting me back into a schedule. So I'm not losing my freaking mind anymore. But other than that, just kind of just chilling, dude. Like waiting for all this to get going. Like, you know me, I'm a I'm a trade rumor guy. <laughs> so like I've just been sitting like yesterday when trade season started, I was so happy. But for Shan and some other people that are, you know, hurting from my words the past couple weeks, I'm gonna keep it light on the trade and signing talk and all that because we got some questions later that we can dive into that stuff. But <laughs> Other than that, man, just kind of waiting for the NHL season to end, uh, watching yeah, the Red Sox lose every night. It's Holy so hype. They look like a so hype right now, dude. I could, I could probably put up eight dingers a year on that team. <laughs> you know what I mean? My defense <laughs> would be impeccable. Throw me a shortstop. Um, maybe not with this bum knee right now, but yeah, um, yeah, not, it's maybe. always been the socks, baby. It's always been the socks. <laughs> Day one fan. Day one yeah. fan. But yeah, they're fucking pathetic right now. They can't even make the routine play. Dude, you know what's you know what's the worst being from up here too? I try and hide and wear my blue jay shit. They're yeah. dog shit too. <laughs> like, are they fuck. i honestly yeah. I, like they're not good either so i know i know tampa and like the orioles right now are fucking running yeah. off of the east yeah so i'm just uh oh yeah they're dog shit too enjoying the rest of the stanley cup playoffs what uh, as much as i can and getting ready for baseball season yeah tonight might be the night that i actually have to watch hockey because i'm like i'm all out of shows to watch right now um, yeah. it might be the only game you have to watch if Vegas if Vegas wins, it's over. Yeah, There's no fucking way. And I can't, I can't watch base. Like I, I'll watch baseball, but like right now with how bad the Red Sox are, and now the Red Sox called up today, like this starter that's supposed to start tonight, Thursday night against Cleveland. It turns out he's a homophobe too. I, I saw know. that. Yeah, and I've never even heard of the guy, and. I hope he gets that fucking shelled. Derma B or some shit. Yeah, piece of shit. We'll call him that. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Um, but on a brighter side, we got some shout outs to give. Uh, some yeah. bur- heavy on the birthdays this week. We got obviously Lauren. Shout out you. Happy birthday to Big Bruins uh, Energy. Yep. And we got Heather Inga. Um, 
Inga. Fuck, I think I said that right, right? Yeah, Inga. I usually just yeah, call yeah. her. I'm used to like her Twitter handle, Inga with the big mouth or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Heather. Happy birthday. And our boy Dana, his birthday is this uh, upcoming weekend or might even be tomorrow. I'm not sure the exact day, but he did say, mention that his birthday is this weekend. You know, he's Hope the man gets after, after it. For, yeah, he, you know, he's oh, getting yeah. after R- it. Rips up karaoke, dude. I can't wait. I got to meet Dana oh, one day, dude. That's I need like, someone. Yo, I might just start to get on dating apps so that I can find people to go to karaoke with. Dude, that's not <laughs> That a was bad the idea. saddest thing I've ever said, but. <laughs> on a Tuesday night, just like. <laughs> just blasting out my uh, dating apps. What is it? Hinge now and Tinder and all that. I'll just make my bio. Karaoke tonight? Question mark. <laughs> karaoke and clapping cheeks question mark <laughs> but, karaoke and chill dog yeah, on, get yeah. with it um there's a commercial uh, up in canada right now where these two they i think it's a bank commercial they they go on a like a date or whatever and then buddy goes to drop her off and he's like it's early out still do you want to go do some shit so they go like do some shit and the very end scene they're doing karaoke and he like bends down to tie his shoe up and it looks like he's proposing to her and everyone in the place goes nuts every time <laughs> i see that commercial i'm like that's the kind of fucking love i want because the two of them are like no 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 and everyone yeah. else is like that cracks me up great. it's one of the like four commercials we get up here in canada that just repeats all the time during the playoffs <laughs> so uh yeah i thought that was funny but yo anybody in the Ontario region looking for a karaoke partner hit your boy that, yeah that might fuck that might even have to be a dating app in its own I mean oh. just solely looking for a karaoke partner and maybe a little bit more see how it goes see if you guys vibe on the mics together and just let it rip I mean do yeah. it's only do yeah. it's only on this yeah, app. yeah. <laughs> yeah and then just come up with then, a billion dollar idea then you have to figure out what their go-to song is oh so, yo 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 we'll call it links because the people are like you know how it's always like bumble or like you know they got like stupid yeah. names like that links it'll be like a little fox logo with a microphone with a mic that's not a bad idea <laughs> We got to get to cooking right now. Yeah. <laughs> we have to end this episode right uh, now. <laughs> investors, uh, you can hit us at. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, not a lot to talk about <laughs> back on the rails. Not a lot to yeah. talk about this week other than Brett's dating life and trying to find him a karaoke partner. I wouldn't mind a karaoke partner either. God, I haven't done karaoke in so fucking long, though. What's but- a karaoke song? used to be living on a prayer but that's way too long oh. the song yeah i mean if i'm fucked up i'll do nickelback What's... any fucking nickelback oh, song yeah. i love how you remind me oh and oh. it depends Animal's if a i'm a one. sad drunk horny drunk angry drunk happy drunk it depends <laughs> you know if i'm a horny drunk i'm i'm fucking blasting animals by nickelback i'm singing my heart out into that mic um mine is Fuck, what's the name? Who's it by? I forget who it's by again. Simple Minds, I think. The Breakfast Club song, Don't Forget About Me. That's always my go-to. It's it's long as fuck, too. So it's it's a real tearjerker in the end as well. But yeah, I put on a (laughs) hell of a performance, dog. Hell of a performance. One time, I was at this bar in Old Orchard Beach. Shout out Old Orchard Beach. I forget the name of the... I always forget the name of the bar, but I would go there all the time. 
Um, it's it's not on the pier, but it's on the beach. It's it's just past the pier. Uh, I always forget the name. It'll probably come to me like as soon as we're done recording. But did karaoke there one night, feeling myself. I was having these buckets to the face. Got up there, was singing "Living on a Prayer." Uh, it was probably like only like my third or fourth time ever doing karaoke, and I was just like, I got up there on the mic too. I was like, hey, I don't know if I know the words or not. The the liquor's gonna uh basically gonna tell me if I know the words or not, so I might need your help. You're if living on it, a liquor. If I point it, you guys sing with me. So I'm like, you know, I I know I have like the lyrics right there in front of me, but still not the same. It's not as authentic. Yeah. But you'd rather the I'm earpiece, like, right? Yeah, I know you. I, you'd rather I, an earpiece in the ear. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I finished my bucket. I, I had a beer up there. So I chug half of it. I'm like, all right, let's fucking do this. I'm ready to go. And then the I, I start hearing the music. I'm feeling myself. I'm like, as soon as like the first lyric came out, I'm like, I'm fucking horny, baby. So I'm like, you know, when I had a little bit of space of time, I'm like, fuck it. I need you guys to sing with me the whole damn song. So I'm pointing at the crowd. I have the whole friggin' Out, outdoor bar fucking singing living on a prayer with me and that's when i realized that like that was my go-to karaoke song <laughs> this guy's fucking. getting the crowd into it he's a performer what yeah. can we say he's absolute a performer, performer. Yeah. If you don't have hey. if you don't have the pipes for you you gotta perform dude what just what like we, jimmy buffett what do we this you know the tay and her era tour she's got the swifties so we got the boosies the, the boosies? boosies, yeah, they might yeah. not be as crazy as the Swifties. Holy <laughs> shit, they might not try to fucking. They might unionize. not start a union for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all for uh, unions, but come on, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, Zaboosal era tour. Oh, that's that's got some, that's got a, got a ring, to, ring it. to it, eh? Yeah, I'll be selling out the garden before you know it, baby. But um, let's let's bring this choo choo train back on. Yeah, the yeah. Let's let's get back on the tracks, baby. We got some questions to answer. Uh, we're gonna mostly just do questions. We got you know another phenomenal Bobby's corner as as always. Um, it's more or less a filler episode. Summer. Just trying to get to this fucking end of the season. Just trying to get to July first. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, mid like two weeks from now, it'll be a little bit better. But well, less of us yeah. karaoke talk. It was nice though, because we um yeah, I know karaoke talk, but <laughs> I mean Sh- Shannon messaged us this past weekend yeah. whenever she's like, Can you guys just do one episode where you guys are just fucking fucked up and just talking bullshit and not even yeah. about the Bruins? I'm like, I feel like that's majority of our episodes, but we can do that for you. But just wait till so the summer. That'll be a fun one. We'll make sure to have Bobby on for that one. But we have one, two, three, four, five questions to answer i believe yes five questions we'll start off here with our boy bees memes big bad i always forget his handle big bad bees bees memes holy shit because of the league because the league is stupidly trying atlanta again holy fuck i can't read today what are two better options for expansion two better options i got wait what then what then what sorry what was the first half because the league is stupidly trying to trying to try Atlanta again, what are two better options? Oh, Atlanta. For I thought she said Atlantic. Okay. I probably did. I don't know. Yeah. I'm speaking. Get fucking your fucking marbles today. out of your mouth. Jesus Christ! These Miller lattes going down too too fast. But I got one in mind. The second one, like even though I told myself I think about it all day, didn't think about it all day. Uh, 
the f- I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me is it's got to be Houston, you know, like Arizona to Houston. You got to give that a try. As far as a second city, I don't want to see Canada again. Another team. Those fucking trash bags. Fuck can't you. you guys <laughs> for a minute. I forgot you were Canadian, <laughs> but I don't want to see Canada again. Another team. Like, they can't even. They can't it won't even happen it until the dollar gets better. It just won't. Yeah. So, I got a fucking Gary Bettman rant for the end of the pod. So I don't we'll keep like, that in for in there. I see like a Midwest kind of thing, like Midwest, maybe. I don't Salt see Lakes. it. Oh, yeah. Salt Lake City. Yeah. The Utah or is, is Salt yeah, Lake in Utah? Utah yeah. Grizzlies. The Jazz owner, he was just on 32 Thoughts being like, <laughs> I don't want a relocation. I want a fucking expansion. So. And the way that Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick talk about it, it sounds like we're going to end up a 36-team league by the end of this. That's Because that's wild. how greedy fucking Gary is. It'll get the number of games down. Travel will be less. It'll be pretty much just like football. It'll be interdivisional games. You play everyone once or twice, home and away, and then all the rest of the games will be against the Atlantic teams. Yeah. Which is and- like, I don't mind that for the playoff setup we have now. But that's too many fucking teams. Like no, I was that is okay, ways. I, I think was okay with Seattle and Vegas. Most. Yeah, like I'm okay with Seattle and Vegas. Great markets, especially Seattle. You knew it was gonna be. It, it's like Winnipeg Junior. I guess Winnipeg bigger because well, the they have a bigger is, arena and shit yeah. too, right? I don't even think you should expand. Just move teams. Yeah, but like who are you, other than Arizona? Who else are you moving? I'm sorry, but like I know, I know they've been good as of late, but I mean. A team like the Panthers. Yeah, they're See? like like look at their regular season, man. It's all yeah. Why should why should Florida have two teams? Like <laughs> because it's a I know destination. It's because less Canadians go down there and watch away games. That's why. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of transplants. The snowbird there. shit, right? I'm trying to think like and also I think I heard like on uh like black and gold mark um steve and grace's pod they were talking about like grace she i think she lives down in florida she was saying like how much hockey's actually booming down there and like what a difference it is with this florida panthers run opposed to the tampa run yeah. where everyone was already dick riding so like you never know this could fucking because when florida was oh, in the I, cup absolutely. final last time they boomed and that's why they got to keep their team yeah right? like, like tampa I, was gonna move before water florida on- yeah, it's kind of throwing water on like the fire I was cooking there. Cause, but I get um, what you're saying. If you're to pick teams that are in the league right now, Florida's probably because how, how many, how many years were the Panthers just shit bags? Like, just you could even look at Winnipeg like that. Oh, uh, don't realistic. Like that. I know, like I hate that, and and I was a big move to. Uh, I, I actually like the move to guy. Winnipeg. Uh, the only problem they need is... to change those fucking jerseys. The only pro- yeah, they need to go back to the old ones. But, so gross. Um, the only problem with Winnipeg is how are you going to attract NHL players to want to go to Winnipeg? People play in Minnesota, dog. You know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I guess like, that's different though because it's Minnesota. It's Minnesota. It's a little yeah. Different. yeah. I I, mean, I'm just I'm just fucking around, but I get what you're saying. It's tough. It's the it same, dude. So Ottawa has a cold. tough time bringing in fucking. Ottawa, well, they're agents. in a terrible location, though. Like, that still gets negative forty up there. That's an eight-hour yeah. ride from my place up north. Yeah, like that. That's the thing. If I think of like two teams relocating, I can't think of two teams. I can think of one for sure, Arizona. 
as much as I would love for it to work out in Arizona because it would just be sick to go there for a game. It's just it doesn't seem like it's going to work out. The city doesn't even want them. As Yo, far as the second only team. Only Bruins trip down to Arizona next year Holy for one shit. last kick at the barn. Holy shit. Oh, sh- dude, I went to Arizona. It is a blast. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that, that's got beautiful people. Beautiful fucking people. <laughs> but as far as I mean, two like I can't think of a other than Houston. Like uh, mine are surprising. Well, and Utah, like, Utah would thrive there. I yeah, think. Quebec City, like dude, give up. They on fuck that. no, no though. Did you see that the team that won the Memorial Cup, the Quebec Ramparks? It had a bigger turnout outside watching a game outside the building. Than the fucking Montreal Canadiens did in like the Stanley Cup final. Quebec City has an arena that they can fit almost 20,000 people in that's just sitting there, there, the Olympia, but it won't happen because of the dollar. And I'm okay with that. I love the fucking unis. Um, I think it'd be good to have a rivalry because then you have Ottawa, Quebec, Toronto, and Montreal all in like a little square there, which would be nice. But honestly, Hamilton. Hamilton, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario. They could easily have a second team. Problem with that is Toronto won't let a second team without it within a certain mile of radius um, from the Toronto greater area, the GTA. So that gets put down. Uh, you see Portland, Oregon, right? Portland, Oregon, I yeah, think, was that, a team that's kind of been met or a city that's kind of been mentioned. I only, can't see that. Yeah, like the only reason I say that one is because. Um, Seattle's done so well. They might, they could take a leap of faith. But my, my, the, the one two is Arizona's going to move to Houston if it doesn't work out. It's going to yeah. happen because that guy, that Houston guy, doesn't want an expansion team. He wants to bring a team in. And if you're talking expansion, you're looking at um, Salt Lake City, Portland, Atlanta, unfortunately, and um, Quebec City. But Quebec City is just not going to cut it. When it comes down to it, realistically, dude, I, I'm the guy that's like, I hate to say it, like, keep the team in Arizona. Like, I, I hate Gary Batman. I hate what he's fucking doing. I hate how big of a crook he is. But he's not wrong about certain shit he says about that state and the boomingness of sports in that state. Gambling just became legal. Like, Tempe fucked themselves. That was a golden ticket for Tempe. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Everyone can go yeah, back and say... Yeah, I don't really say, understand that. Everyone can go back and say it's the Yotes. Those people just don't want it to work there. I'm sorry. If you fucking broke it down and looked at it from a business standpoint, they got bought out by fucking geezers. And I hate using that term, but, like, these people are never going to watch the game. They don't give a fuck if the landfill's there because they're going to die in 20 years. Like, it's it just... They got... They got duped by an older demographic which is a shame because it's probably one of the greatest jerseys i think in fucking nhl history behind the hartford whalers and um i don't know i really think you could i've been there dude i saw how much they love hockey in arizona yeah they don't put the numbers in glendale and that was a horrible decision to move there that's on gary batman that's something that he he the league owned arizona at the time they moved them there they should have moved them to scottsdale or tempe yeah, temp- Tempe from the beginning. So, enough of that. We're probably gonna end up with a 36 league, fucking with the Hawaii team. Who goddamn knows? <laughs> I wouldn't but hate that. Fuck Alaska. But, team. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's one. 
I guess when I'm trying to team when I'm trying to think of two teams that could potentially move, I guess like the next closest outside of Florida because Florida is just obviously they're in the Stanley Cup Finals right now, and Tampa has won a few recently. Is Anaheim really? I mean, it's a sick place to live. Orange County, like like you know, less taxes than Cal, like than LA. But it's it's just like they don't really. They need to rebrand back to the Mighty Ducks. They fucked up. Yeah, like they. What were they thinking? Like that was going away from the Mighty Ducks. Well, Disney sold the team. They had to. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, but from the insiders and people I talk to, they're going. They're rebranding to their um, the their two latest uh, what's it called? Reverse retros, the Mighty Ducks with the orange and gold and white or whatever. Apparently they're going to be rebranding to that this season. So just in time for Fantilli and all those fucking studs to kill it out there in uh, Anaheim. So yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like it, it's realistically like you're not going to move Winnipeg again. You know what I mean? Like that team fought or that city fought for that fucking team and they deserve it just because they don't have a huge building. That's not their fault. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, they should Arizona, have a huge building. They should yeah. be packing at least 20, 22,000 a night there because I, even when when what else do you do they'll there? Still, they'll they'll do numbers still. Yeah, and and another thing too is like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they still have a picture of the queen hanging in the building. Like back in the day in, in uh Canadian arenas, they used to have this massive picture of the queen between um the the Providence province flag and the Canadian flag, and it was just like a massive picture of the queen, and it was fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure when I could be wrong, Bobby, correct me, but pretty sure Winnipeg's still one of those, the MTS center. I think they still have that, but and let, enough of these 36 teams and 72 thoughts. Let's fucking get to the next question. Next question. Well, I guess it kind of ties into uh, our boy Celtics, Dom Toretto. He asked if the Celtics, or sorry, if the Coyotes get relocated what are the chances it's it's to harford can the wheelers be brought back by any other organization aside from the hurricanes i'm pretty sure i heard like there'll never be another team in hartford again yeah like recently i I don't know it was a really failed project and like they have a tough time getting uh people out to the wolf pack i'm pretty sure i heard mark and steve talk about on their pod uh black and gold um podcast on the same network as us, and g go check them out. They're awesome. But pretty sure I've heard them talk about before, like they have a tough time filling that building. So I just don't yeah. see it. It was the owners that fucked that up. The Whalers were a year away from winning the fucking cup. They fucked up. That's on them. But it, that, and that makes me not want Arizona to go away. If that makes sense. I want Arizona to work out. I truly do. But if they aren't, I feel like it's you got to move. Houston. Yeah, you got to. Like Cut if you can't time. if you can't get a deal to break ground on fucking building a new arena this upcoming season or within the upcoming months and yeah you got to do it these couple months right they yeah. only have a year left in that building is this upcoming year the last year there yeah. or do they have one only more? two seasons I think there's an option for a third but I don't think the Arizona University is interested like that's fucking pathetic like an NHL yeah, team. sucks man. and then. It's just, it's fucking st- like that. I definitely get naked and go to Mullet Arena. Oh, it looks absolutely. like a great time. <laughs> oh my god! Right, right with uh, just a mullet on, nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Shave the pubes into a mullet. There we go. Now yeah, we're talking. Baby. Business Our in the front, party, party in the back, right? Party 
in the front party or no business in the front party on the balls there we go (laughs) should be on a shirt (laughs) we need a producer so we can be like blah 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 put that on a shirt yeah i know (laughs) i know seriously who wants to be our third so we can just yell at them no mike you just sit there and we just yell at you (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) petition for it maybe that's what we'll do this dm one of us dm one of us we can talk we can talk about it but it leads us into our net oh well our next question. So that's basically like, no, it's it's not gonna happen. I don't see it's Houston for the Yotes, and if there's if an expansion, expand, it's 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 Utah. Yeah, Salt I feel Lake. like it's gonna stay out west, Midwest. It's not. It's gotta you're be not gonna get another team on the East Coast. I don't. There's too many. There's already Kansas City. Teams. They want a hockey team. I think it's fucking dumb. But you'd uh, create we, a rivalry. We don't with need St. Jackson Lewis. Mahomes fucking dancing over there, fucking. Um, but you do Sexually create assaulting a, girls. You do create a rivalry with Connor Bedard for the next twenty five years. That is true. That is true, dude. I heard a thing today that somebody's there's rumors that Chicago's willing to throw like eight million dollars at Barbashev to play with Bedard next year. That's so stupid. How crazy, eh? I mean, I I know they got the cap space. Imagine, like yeah, game, imagine like still. Imagine having $65 million in cap space. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Seriously. Dude, do you what? see the Arizona one? So they, they're, like, under the cap floor. And, like, LTIR money's paid through by the NHL, right? So they have a salary of $63 million or whatever, but they're actually only paying $31 million worth of players. That is fucking That's wild. sad. That is sad. That is, yeah, and that's and people it. get mad at what L, uh, what Vegas is doing. That's like by... what Devers is making a fucking year, dude. Straight up, fucking. It's what McDavid blind. should be making a year. Yeah, and Arizona's the reason he's not. <laughs> but every fucking year, you got that little fucking piece of shit saying, "Oh no, the cap's not going to go up a million. So they talked about this on Black and Gold. Ty Anderson had a great tweet. You can go look at his. Uh, Twitter and try and find it. It might be down a couple now, but uh, he like listed off everything we've included since COVID, and he's like, and the cap's going up one point three million dollars, and it was just like this long list of like ad boards, ads, ads on jerseys, yeah. ads on helmets. It's like, where's this money going? Remember, I told you the players are gonna pay for that Bally fucking catastrophe, and they shouldn't. And Gary's gonna fucking rope them in. He's gonna go. You want the cap to be ninety million next year? All right, pay the shit off for us. And yeah. it's gonna fucking happen. And I know it. Ah, oh, I'm. Li- I'll save my rant. I'll save my. No, rant. It, it is everything. A lot is a disaster in the NHL right now with between. Bettman, it's nice on the surface. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, obviously it's it's tough times being a Bruins fan right now, but like we know we have a team going forward. We know where they're going to be. You know, we're not worried about that, but you got, I mean, not yeah, Arizona, the Coyotes, one of their top draft picks decided to stay at Michigan one more. I forget his name. Logan Cooley. Is that who it was? Yeah. At Minnesota. Yeah. Or Minnesota. Yeah. He he decided to stay one more year because why would you leave college? To go play in an in another college arena when you can a just smaller one. And if he waits it out, he can just eventually become a fucking um free agent. Free agent. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if they can't figure it out, what's the rush to sign with them? Because then you're tied to them, then you're an RFA at the end of your 
at the end of your rookie contract and they own your rights for however many years, it's why would you want to put yourself in, in that position when you don't even know if there's going to be a team there. You don't know where they're going to go, what they're going to do. It's if I was Arizona, I'd trade him for whatever pick that Mishkov kid's going to go like, cause they all talk on the floor, right? They know who's picking who before the yeah. draft happens. If I'm Arizona, I go to the team that is going to pick Mishkov and I go, all right, here's Logan Cooley. And give me this pick, and I want another pick. And then you get a kid that'll be ready whenever you are in Houston or you have a fucking new team in wherever the fuck. I saw, like, five places. Why don't they just go back to Phoenix? I I don't know. Fuck it. I'm so over it. Done with the Coyotes talk. <laughs> like, I just, I don't Do You hear all these old guys talk about how rock and it was downtown Phoenix, like Kachuk and fucking JR and all them, and how they just used to, like, love playing there back when they first moved from Winnipeg to Arizona or to Phoenix. And it's just like that that owner fucked it up for them. It's, it's just a shit show. No, it, it is. And it's, here we go, baby. Um, oh, you figured it out, eh? I figured it out. I got the All right, just for the people that aren't looking, we we got some backgrounds up, some only Bruins backgrounds up. So we're testing it out for when we start doing video pods. Yes, you sir. Our, baby. You can see our ugly fucking mugs. Ah, uh, speak for yourself right now, buddy. I got the per- I got the perfect muzzy right now. I know. I need to fucking shave my bitch, my patchy beard, gang. I, I shaved last night around and I kept the stash. Dude, I'm gonna adjust nice for men's haircut. Oh, hey, dude, I got a haircut too. Look at the boys. Look at that. We are fucking buzzing. Oh man. Oh, I'd fuck me. So hot and so hot in here. I'd I'd fuck you just to piss off the homophobes right now. But <laughs> dude, get all up in me. What's up? Get all up in me. I'll send you my ETA. Hey, after. who cares about the homophobes? Let's have some fun. <laughs> fucking right. We're living, baby. They're not. <laughs> But um, our next question is brought to us by one of the hosts of the Black and Gold podcast, Grace Roberts. G Robs 877-961372-8017. Change it. Thoughts? I literally I, I went to I tweet at them today and I was like, I, I, I saw what she was talking about. I typed Grace Roberts and I was like, oh, my God, I have to find her actual fucking handle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking change it. Yeah. Like. That's that's tough. I get it. There's a lot of Grace Roberts, but get creative there because these numbers, I get a headache when I see a lot of numbers. But thoughts on the Jeremy Swayman Nesson article written by the one and only Gail. Woo! I'm not even going to try to say your last name. Isn't Tri- it Triol- Triolin? Troiani? T-R-O-I-A-N-I. A-N-I, yeah. Trioni. But former, Bro, former I can't even say member, she's crushing it over at Nesson. She absolutely um, crushing it. Check out all her articles. She's the best. Yes, I was I was thrilled to see this one was written by her. She's unfortunately having to cover some Sox games too, which I'm sure yeah. can't be fun to write about. But um, it's good because yeah, I get to keep read her, reading her writing. Yeah, no, exactly. She used to be a. If for anyone who doesn't know, she used to be a, a, a former co like uh, coworker of ours, writer for BNG. Yeah, she she wrote for BNG. She crushed it. She always made. I mean, she still shares our stuff too. But she she oh, put out articles best. fucking left and right too. And yeah. she's awesome. Miss her over here, but glad to see she's crushing that Nesson. But this Jeremy Swayman article, we were kind of talking about it before. 
he he did an interview um, in Maine, and he's back in Maine right now. He did an interview Wednesday, or was this last week? No, this was, yeah, he did an interview Wednesday morning and was asked about the contract negotiations, basically just saying one day at a time, it's fun to be a part of. The team's going to be really special in the years to come, and obviously I want to be part of it. Oh, you know, love wearing the spoke to be and all that. And basically talk, talking about the historic season the Bruins had, how much fun he had, saying it's the most fun he's ever had playing hockey. Um, if, it, I mean, if you haven't read this article, it's, it's great stuff, especially if you want your mm-hmm. Bruins fix. But, you know, talking about how Monty, you know, is a former uh, – Black Bear um, played for you. Legend. Yeah, legend. Part of that legendary team up in uh, Paul Korea. Yep. And talking about how, you know, what it's like having a coach and stuff, uh, having a coach that, you know, went to your former college. So pretty cool article. Check it out. But he he just talks about that, talks about contract and stuff. So we were kind of saying beforehand when we were talking about uh, the contract stuff, it kind of sounds like they're pretty close. I feel mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah, like sounds, it sounds like most negotiating has been done. That's what I way, got. He's from way that. too. Po- I know he's typically a positive guy, happy guy anyways, but like, he's being pretty positive. He's saying he's having fun doing it. Who the fuck ever says, who, who the fuck ever says that? So bullies, man. Yeah. Fucking weirdos. But, um, Shout out, Be- oh, shout out Beer League Hero and his fucking Shorzy setup on Instagram today. Jesus Christ. Oh, that was fire, that. dude. I didn't, even, I didn't even see that. So I, I've barely but, been on Instagram. But so. back to... So this can kind of squash some stuff. I was... I had a shower tweet yesterday. Yeah, I, I tweet <laughs> in the shower sometimes. Um, Where my OCD brain was just running and thinking about how... The rumors that came out post-trade deadline that Seattle was heavy on Swayman. They really wanted to bring him in um, for the for their playoff run. Uh, the goaltending was a problem for them. They were willing to give up Shane Wright because it's not happy with either situation. And I kind of just tweeted out, like, the craziest thing about that whole story is, like, I think I would do it in a sense of you have Allmark winning the Vesna this year and he was such a great help with younger goalies in Buffalo. He's been an amazing help with Swayman. Why not let him get his hands all over Bussy and teach him the ways, right? And like that's just kind of like the shower tweet and how I looked at it. But after reading this article today, it kind of confirmed a little more of the rumors that it kind of seems like Allmark and his five million are out the door. <clears throat> it, it's just like like I, I don't the Bruins have never had a cap hit over eight million dollars or something like that with goalies. I don't see them doing it in a cap strapped year. Yeah, I think they try and, to avoid that, you know. And everything I've heard is that uh, LA and Edmonton are heavy on Allmark. Uh Edmonton for the Swedish part, LA because they need a goalie. Um, while a couple of their young prospects are coming up, clearly they they had a tough time this past year and LA is willing to give up a lot. But the problem with it is the Bruins already have a black eye on them when they signed, uh, um, you know, you know who to a shitty contract earlier this year. And they do not want to trade Allmark before he wins the Vesna. 
yeah, that would look bad should. on the That would be a bad look. Yeah, totally yeah. agree on that. Yeah, I mean, and but... that, that I heard that's all the holdup right now with trading Allmark and rumors and everything. Like it's real tight lip because Allmark's in Sweden at his cottage, if I'm not mistaken. I think I saw on Instagram. And after watching Bear Tracks last year, there's no Wi-Fi up there. Like this cottage is on a rock. Like you got to take like a little like fisherman boat to even get <laughs> to this thing. Like it's like. It reminds me of the East Coast. Like Hales will understand this, where you, you literally got to take like three ponds of boats and you get to this little shack in the woods, and like that's what all Mark shits like. So I respect that because he's a private guy, and I respect like unwinding like that. Uh, I just think it has a whole a lot of hold up on that, and that's my goalie trade talk for the day. I'll leave it at that. Sorry, Shan, I even had to get into it, but it was a question <laughs> being asked, and uh, yeah, was seeing all the trades starting to pop up yesterday. Um, Apparently the Carter Hart thing's not as true as people thinking and Philly wants to hold on to him, but that could change. And if that's the case, it looks even better. The the thing that people aren't getting is we want the best return for a goalie if we're going to trade one. And that's just the business. And yep. I'll leave it at that. We all, it's going to be a tough, off. people are not prepared how tough this off season's going to be. No, it, like Donnie really has his There's work. There's going to be moves. Yeah, there there has to be. There's got to be moves, buyouts, all that. We're not going to get into that today, but there there's going to have to be moves. Uh, with the Allmark thing, like his stock has never been higher than, than after this past season. Thirty in his prime. In his prime, great contract too. Great, yeah, fucking way better contract. than Hellebuck. Better, not better than Shesterkins, I think. Like the level of play he plays, he doesn't make much more. But like, there's goalies out there like that make way too much for the level of play that they're playing at. Yeah, Markstrom, no. Markstrom in Calgary, perfect example. Oh, yeah, yeah, makes a million more. Uh, I'm pretty sure Calgary was in on Allmark. If I'm not mistaken, they wanted to trade for him. But either way, it this guy's the if he's on the trademark market, he should be the number one. Like when they do those boards, the trade boards. Allmark would be number one if it if it was came out that they're shopping him, he would be on the number one of everyone's board. Every, I would I wouldn't say every team, but majority of teams would call. Oh shit! Yeah, like majority look at Toronto. Like I know it wouldn't happen, but like Toronto doesn't have a goalie going into next no, year. No, they, they they could desperately use a guy like Allmark, but you know Donnie would say fuck. He's oh, not yeah. trading him within the division. That's for no, sure. No, 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 no. No. But it, it, L.A. Edmonton, um, if Minnesota can't re-sign Gustafson, the, like yeah. the, those are the type of teams you're looking and, at to trade with. So based off that article and rumors flying around here and there, uh, it, it and it's the right choice to pick Swayman over Allmark. I'm sorry, like a lot of people might hate to hear that, but he's younger. He's the goalie of the future. You could get him on a pretty sweet deal right now. Allmark, you know, you don't you don't know how many years he has left at holding down this consistency. Uh, you know, it's only really the second year that he's done a fair amount, has had a fair amount of, of, of a workload. And obviously he did great, but, you know, not to take anything still away from not the season proven. he had. Yeah, he's still not proven. I mean, playoffs have been shaky. I know he was dealing with an injury, but playoffs have been shaky. Uh you got a younger guy coming up who's going to be probably a little bit cheaper and he is your future. You got a guy down in Providence right now that really developed into something this year that there's potential there. 
second best save percentage in the AHL. Yeah, like and an all star. There's just true potential there. So and this is different than playing Vidar and fucking Swayman. Swayman's two years in the league now. Like and Vidar was never supposed to be like much of anything. Like he developed and he did okay, but then you kind of loaded in Calgary's face. Yeah, you kind of saw what like really happened. So it just shows how much a goalie Bob is like one of the best goalie coaches in the fucking league too. Yeah, no, he does a great job. I know I shit on them at the end of the year. But yeah, but everyone makes mistakes. I was mad. We were all, we certainly all were mad. But next question Our boy Sully, host of Something's Brewing, loved Brett Howard bringing up Shane Wright's unhappiness in Seattle. What's it going to take to bring him to Boston? And is it realistic or are we just dreaming? To me, you're dreaming there. I mean, Unless, Unless they want Allmark, I don't think it's happening at this. Yeah, point. but I would imagine they would want Swayman over Allmark for longevity. Yeah. Oh yeah, they already you have know. Grubauer, and Grubauer makes like six point two or some shit. So oh yeah, if you, like it's, uh, talking about like no team in the NHL wants to pay ten million dollars for a goalie. Like no. yeah, it's kind of worked with Florida this year, but it also hasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have fifteen I, million dollars in goalies going into next year. I thought like, I saw something crazy. Oh no, that that's that's for the next question. But yeah, I just I don't think you even have the pieces for it. It would probably have to be right with you know, well, Swayman and Lysel, right? And yeah. maybe a pick. Like it'd be a package both ways. Yeah. Like it wouldn't yeah. be an e it wouldn't be a one for one easy trade. And it's different too, like it's different for Shane Wright right now because he can't force himself out of town. Like exactly. It's and your rookie year. Yeah. If they don't get I, what they want, they can just say no. I will say the Kraken handled that very oddly though. Like that was a weird oh, yeah. situation they put him in. So I kind and of felt not even there. Not bringing him up for the playoffs and like letting him you know what I mean? Like letting him fucking fly chill. with Maddie Brunier's doing. Yeah. Or even just like chill with NHLers. Like yeah. that I, I I don't I think give the guy a chance to fucking develop or something. Like he it was just a roller coaster of a season for him. I don't blame him for being unhappy with Seattle, but dude, it's your first year. Kind of stay in your lane, just work hard, train hard, show them that you're worth playing with the big club next year yeah. and go from there. So the Coachella Valley Firebirds, which is um, Seattle's um, AHL team, AHL team, they didn't even invite him back for the playoff run, and they're in the finals. So there's some serious discourse going on, and like that's someone was like to me, "Is this rumor even true?" Like it came from some guy who said that we're gonna sign a 32 year old, like stating that it came from Boston sports media. I was like, "Bro, I've had this." I I mentioned this at the trade deadline that Seattle there's whispers that Seattle would give up Shane Wright for Swayman. So this isn't something that's just like, like this has been ongoing. Like if he was invested in this team and it was both ways, he would be in their fucking, he would at least be with the Coachella Firebirds on this run, whether he's playing or not. It's like, he's not, they told him to stay in Canada. So the discourse is real, whether or not they, value him still or not that's up to seattle right yeah no yeah that's a that's up to seattle um kind of see where they want to go with that it's it's a sticky situation right now it seems like 
So I'd say there if if you're if you're wondering uh, which uh, prospect is coming back in an Allmark or Swayman trade, I could see it being a player like Shane Wright, but that's like a lot. If you know yeah. what I mean, like I could see it just because of the discourse, but like that's a lot that like that's a fourth overall pick that was a projected number one for fucking five years. But then also, if you're trading Swayman, you're putting a lot of pressure and hope into a guy like uh, Boosie, Bussy, however you want to yeah. say his name. And so you really don't know. I mean, you don't know not to take away from the kid's year, but you don't know if it could have been a fluke. You don't know if he's going to, you know, you kind of like saw how Vladar came back from that injury. He was thriving. He had a great save percentage, great numbers. Everything was great. And then kind of saw he just wasn't an NHL goaltender, but it's too yeah, early like, to tell with a guy like uh, Boosie, Bussy, an, whatever. Another thing too, if you're trading Allmark opposed to Swayman, uh, you're bringing in a goalie at like league minimum, a veteran, just in case the bussy thing doesn't work out. You yeah, know what you I mean? To, Where, yeah. whereas yeah, like you traded that veteran away this year too. <laughs> I know, eh? And what the the opposite way? If you're trading sway away, well, like you like you said, you're putting a lot of pressure on Bussy's back. So, yeah, I just I just don't see the the um organization going that way. But hey, I have been wrong before, and I will be again. So, oh yeah. Yep, and um, leads us to our last question. Our boy, Zach Taranko, I like to call him Zach Tarasenko. Shout out to our boy, Zach, graduated high school today, or not today, but this week, uh, going to Quinnipiac. So yeah. happy, happy, great kid, great fucking kid. Always plugs the pod, too. Known him for a little bit, I think, since like back to the dump and change days. But he's a great dude. I met him earlier this season. And it's funny when I met him, I like, I had no idea he was still in high school. I was like, I thought he was a college kid out at the game with his dad. And I was going to buy him a beer. And then he was like, Yeah, I'm in high school. I'm like, Oh, whoa, not buying you a beer for a few more years. But shout out to our boy, Zach. Great dude, loyal listener. But his question, does Grizz and Hall for Ryan Nugent Hopkins make sense for the Bruins? Also, congrats on the whole one shot the other day. Legendary shit. Fucking rights, baby. Golf claps for me, but <laughs> humble brag. But I don't know, Brett. What do, what do you think? Do you think uh, Grizz, Grizz Hall and Hall for who? For I, our, No. Yeah, no. I don't think that's enough. Ryan Nugent Hopkins? Yeah, he just had a hundred point season with on the first power play with McDavid. He doesn't even sniff the second power play on our team. So I guess he would if Hall's gone. Um, why trade? I guess for a cap dump, but I want Hall. What, what's like, Nugent Hopkins' uh, cap right now? Five point one two five, if I'm not mistaken. I'm no oh, a, not... a Mish. I'm no mathematician, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's uh. I'm pretty sure it's one, two. Let me check. Let me get on the old Puckpedia. Shout out Puckpedia. They've been liking all my shit because I keep tagging them in all my uh, my uh, slam dunks that I've been posting online. Oh, fuck so. yeah, baby. But yeah, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I mean, he doesn't necessarily move the needle for me. Yeah, former top it's draft just like pick. You're trading one problem for another. He's he's already 30 years old. Yeah, I... one. Look at this guy. Look at your fucking boy. 5.125. That that's called OCD. That's called <laughs> OCD right there. He's on three year, year three of an eight year contract, very buyoutable. 
I it's just, actually not a terrible contract then. It's not at all. I just don't see him doing what he if you have Charlie Coyle. The it's closest, just a, it's the closest he's gone move. to these numbers, the, his second career high, like is 69 points. Nice. 69 points, nice. 28 goals, 41 assists. He's only surpassed 30 goals once. He's he's surpassed 20 yeah, like, goals come on, guys. three, We're four, five, five other times. We're better than that, guys. Last I mean, year, last year he had 11 goals and 50 points. I guess in 63 games, but still, like that's yeah. another thing. In the past one, two, three, four, in the past five years, he's played two full seasons. Fuck that. I'm all good. And that let, just... let's also note, like going back to last season, 22 of his 50 points were on the power play. And he has full no movement clauses, so he's not going anywhere if he doesn't want it. Yeah, so he had 23 power play points on Edmonton last year. Yeah, so uh, get rid of those 50 points completely. So if he's on the broom, half his points. Yeah, yeah, and then he had 15 goals and 38 assists on the power play this year with obviously McDavid. So, like, he's not so, so, so Trent Frederick could outpoint him. Next year, yeah, potentially. yeah. I mean, Jesus. I could good. have those fucking. I'm all good. If you put me on on a line with McDavid, if you if you're trading Hall and Grizzlick over there, I'll take Ryan Nugent Hopkins back just because uh, you'd have to to make the yeah. cap work. Other than that, I'd want Holloway. Like I'd want Brogberg. I'd want their like Hall and Grizzlick. Like I'm hearing Hall can get you a low first, high second, and a prospect. He's not nobody. This guy's a, like an MVP a couple of years ago. Like, he's yeah, he's dealt contract. with injuries, but yeah, he's got a great contract. No movement clauses. Uh, the salary isn't too bad because he has a couple signing bonuses. So you're not even paying that much real money. It. it I just, I, I saw something today that was like, okay, if you're trading out Hall and bringing in Bertuzzi um, and Krejci doesn't come back, why are you doing that? Because who's going to play second line center? Because now you essentially have uh, Zaka and Bertuzzi as left wingers. Because what, like Zaka's just going to take over Krejci's spot for the whole season? Like, well, like you're running out of players for room or spots to put them in at that point, and you're not signing Bertuzzi to fucking seven years, six point five million, and putting him on the fourth line. So like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like the only way I see them getting rid of Hall. It's because Krejci's coming back. And, like, I just don't think Krejci's coming back. Like, his wife posted a picture on Instagram or a story, and they were moving. And, like, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they were moving, like, Krejci's stuff from his apartment in Boston back to South Carolina. So, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. if if I think if he was coming back, they wouldn't have moved. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just unless they're moving back to Boston and he's coming back. That's my OCD brain again, like breaking everything down way too much. But I I like the the thought of the trade, and I get where you're going because you're packaging nine point seven five million for five point one two five and another prospect or pick most likely. So yes, I would do the trade in the end of business wise to keep to bring Bertuzzi in, but I don't love it. I mean, you basically open up what four million. You get to keep all American sweat. Yeah, you get. That's to what you're M- doing. You open up four million in cap space too. Basically, you have a number you got two it. centerman, then, three centermen. Uh, dude, do you know what my theory is with this? Have Zaboral, McAvoy, Lindholm, 
Carlo, trade the rest of our defense, and then the ones you keep, let them figure out, let them figure it out in training camp who's gonna fucking be the last pair. Honestly. Florida did it this year and it fucking worked out for them. Worry about your top four, and that's it. And if you can shed nine point seven five million dollars on Grizzlick, Riley, and Forbert, you should be, have done it already, in my eyes. Yeah. That's just how I look. I know we weren't going to talk trade talk. It the questions keep bringing it back up, but um, no, I, I it all kind of like ties into it. But I mean, at the end of the day, business sense, business wise, it makes makes the most sense for them to make that trade. You're losing two starters though, but you're opening up that cap space. Uh, Nugent Hopkins plays two positions, which people like, which Madani and them like. He's yeah. not a very hard-nosed player, though. Like, he'd probably be playing yeah. third-line right wing beside Coyle, and now your third-line consists of $12 million. Do you really want to do that? Because you're going to have Bertuzzi, Zach, and, and Pasternak as one line. Bergeron, Krejci, or Bergeron, Marchand, and Debruska is another line. And then you have Nugent Hopkins, Coyle, and Frederick, which isn't a bad line, but that's like you're looking at once Freddie signs his contract, you're looking at like $15 million, give or take, just under 15, a little under $15 million for a third line. Like, that's a lot. I guess it's not that bad. I don't know. Fuck me. God, <laughs> this is going to be such a wild off season. No, it, it is. Like, and that's I'm so excited for like a Bruins fan. That's what makes it exciting. Something to look forward to because it's going to be different. You're going to have like, our boy's going to have to cook. Donnie's going to have to cook. And the, the, the like supporting the that goes down, but it's, it's, it's going to have to go down. The supporting cast is going to get a whole like overhaul. Like the bottom six is going to look nothing like it did last year. Oh uh, yeah. It can't. No. It's, and, and like, I get what you're doing there. You're trading Grizzly for, to keep that third line, a lethal third line, but is giving up Grizzly worth not having like a legit top four play with McAvoy because like we love Zaboro, but like it's we still gotta see what he's got after the injury. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fuck me, man. Donnie's got I don't want to hear one because last year I did it and then I ate my fucking crow. I don't want to hear one person chirping Donnie this offseason. No, I'm 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 not gonna chirp him again. I'll be oh it's our job to analyze this shit. Not job, but like yeah, part of this podcast to analyze shit. But one thing I'll say is I will not question a move until January, probably. Because I did last year, and I thought going into the season with the team you had before we heard the Bergeron and Krejci contracts, I was like, what is this guy doing? He just keeps signing more guys. And like, where the fuck's this money going? And who's going to play 1 and 2C? And then he shut me up along with everyone else. And then Zach ended up being a godsend. And but, Boosie but, just took a fucking good old hot steaming hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was I, I was I was I saw your eye twitching and I was like, ah, I know what he's doing. I was trying not to fucking dribble on my balls there. Holy <laughs> shit. That was a struggle. Fucking uh, that should be that should be an Olympic sport right there. It's but, gonna be hilarious when we do these live. Yeah, I know you can just and, see me looking down yeah. like fucking every 10 minutes. You do this one eye thing, you're like, is it in there? 
Yeah, I'm like, well, because my my right eye, their vision's better there, and and you know I got a microscopic dick, so yep. you know you, you need know. all the vision that you can get there. When you throw in both eyes, it gets a little fuzzy there. But uh, I was gonna say something so bad and a real dirty joke, but I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it. I I don't want to get canceled. Uh, get canceled. Yeah, you, you don't want that. But <laughs> now I kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, I don't even remember where. Oh, I was talking about. Uh... Fuck, man! Every time we lock lock eyes while you're pissing, I just well, lose I was trying, what I was I'm trying saying. to make sure to not lock eyes with you too, because I remember like that last time. I was like staring fucking staring through you, right like into your me. fucking soul. I'm like, damn! I tried way too hard to like keep the all, eye contact. All of a sudden, I had to take a piss. I was like, what the fuck just happened to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you just got like uh, fucking assaulted with my eyes. Jesus. Oh, what were we talking about? Oh, I was talking. Well, I was about, just talking uh, about Donnie's off season. Yeah. Like, how it's going to be. Oh, how oh, not, was, not to give him shit. Yeah. I was going to ask though, what if he trades away these players and doesn't add, he just keeps, he relies on the young guys. Say he trades. I, hey, away I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. You know why? Because he want, he might want that pick back that he gave Bert Bertuzzi. And if you finish in the bottom 10, you get that pick back. But I'm not saying it's a good idea. No, I'm just saying. Especially, I mean. Especially if Bergie's coming back, which I heard yeah, like he, you can't. he is. I've heard he's coming back. Oh, it's he's all coming that's back. Time. Yeah. yeah. No, he's coming back. Book it, baby. Yeah, I wish fucking. We know, yeah. we know. Yo, uh, also, everyone needs to give my boy Phil. I know he's listening to this. Everyone needs Phillip. to give. Him a, yeah, give Phil a fucking break, guys. Like, just because he doesn't have a fucking ten thousand followers, doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, we all have shitty tweets. Yeah, we all have tweets we don't fucking <laughs> like. You know, there's tweets that I said back last summer that I'm ashamed of. So. Everyone fucking trying to chirp Phil from hearing something from somebody about Zach and not liking bare feet. And then, hey, I email with Phil. I know what's up. I've talked to this guy. He's got some sources. People are wrong about shit. Me and Elliot Friedman had the fucking Chitrin Gavrikov thing completely wrong last year. So it just proves like, just give these guys a fuck. Give everyone a fucking break. It's the off season, guys. Jesus, I post out a picture with Olmark and some eyes. And people are trying to come from my head. And you know who you fucking are because you're listening to this podcast. And you I know you fucking are. Fucking cocksucker. I know you're listening. I yeah, know you are. Cocksucker. Fuck him. So. Motherfucker. Anyways, there's the intense Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Morales. Anyways, let's, let's, Morales. Reel it, let's reel it back but a little. Let's Any reel it questions? back in. Let's give the folks what they really fucking came here for, dude. Uh-oh. Ah, shit. Here we go. Oh, shit. Here we go. Oh, again. fuck. From the beaches of Winnipeg, our boy Bobby Bruski back at it with another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. Great fucking story for you guys. Uh, can't wait to touch Shit, up on this. Just him hitting the table, dude. <laughs> just enter in the chat. Yeah, What's up? Yeah. It's Tripodski. Fucking Tripodski putting us to shame, huh? But ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Bobby's Corner. From the beaches of Winnipeg. Under the palm trees of the West End, it's Bobby Bruski. What's going on? Welcome to another edition of Bobby's Corner, proudly brought to you by Black and Gold Productions and Only Bruins, baby. How we feeling out there? Little Prince Freya. It's his birthday today. 
June 7th. Also a synonymous day with the Boston Bruins fan base. And we're going to go into that. Let's just dive into it. We could talk about the cup final, but I'd really rather not. June 7th, the year is 2013. Do you remember that feeling when Quater scored that goal? Rask sealing the shutout. The way he just kind of caught the puck and then threw it in the air and batted it with his stick. We were young. We were hopeful. We didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know. None of us knew what was about to unravel within the next 10 years. Now, I don't want to be a bummer, but I like to think that my 2013 Game 6 experience was a little bit abnormal, and it was not the way I, I would have chose to had watched the Bruins lose the Stanley Cup. I'm 18, 19, I'm, I'm fucking young, all right? And I'm just like skinny as a twig, skating every day, drinking beers every night, working some shitty job. And we, for the finals, we went to like a different bar every night to watch the game from what I remember. Game five, we watched at the Toad, which now we call the old Toad because it's moved and this is when the Toad was like supreme, man. And I remember just sitting there pounding back Heineken's, just disheveled and just stressed. Like, it was like deja vu for the worst. Re You're like, wow, we're really going to go back home again? We're going to do this again? Like, we're fucking, like, we just did this in Vancouver. Like, I don't, like, I don't, why can't we just go home with the lead? And I said, fuck it. The boys do what they do best. We're going to be back in Chicago. So enjoy the fucking win. June 24th rolls by. I meet up with my buddy after work. And I'm like, yo, where are we watching the game? I'm thinking we go to King's Head. We haven't hit King's Head up yet. I saw the few Rangers, Bruins games there. Fucking, it's a good spot. Buddy has a fucking look in his eye. And he's got like this puppy dog stare that he's giving me. And I'm like, oh great, here we fucking go. What's he about to hit me with? He's like, man... I need a favor from you before we go watch the game. I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, an easy favor, you know, like, you transfer some money, maybe a fucking find dope for the dude. I don't know. So he, he was, like, we were all horn dogs. We were young, right? Like, just horny like a motherfucker. He had a crush on this chick named Carmen that we barely knew. And it turned out that she was going to go on, like, a friend date, I guess. That's what they called it. That a thing. And they were just going to go skating at this place called Kildonan Park, which is like dope place in Winnipeg. I've crushed so many beers there. So he finds out about this like friend date thing. And he's like infatuated with this Carmen girl. She's a beaut, right? But she's definitely out of his league. She's definitely out of my league. But fuck it. You're young, you're dumb. He snatches up this plan. He's like, we'll go skating and we'll just run into them. Because they're also skating. And then we'll, we'll join them. We'll skate a bit. He's like, I'll talk to Carmen. I'll invite her out to watch the game. You know, fucking solid plan, right? I'm sitting there like, sure, whatever. I just want to get this shit done. I want to be at a bar. I want to be watching the fucking bees. So we go skating. 
we like we and we think we're cool, man. We think we're hot shit. We think we're like lords of fucking Dogtown, like Jay Alva, fucking Jay Alva, Jay Adams, uh, Stacy Stacy Alva, no, Jay Adams, Tony Alva. Fuck, I want to say it's Tony Alva. I probably should Google it. Anyways, long story short, we think we're the shit. So we're cruising. We're, we hit up Kildonan Park. We have a few cold ones. And within a couple of minutes, like, we spot the girls. At this point, I'm, like, in fucking wingman mode. I'm like, this is going to happen. We're going to make this happen. If I got to make this day even more stressful than it has to be, we're getting it done. So we run into them. This Haley girl is kind of pissed about it because she kind of can tell what, like, what he's trying to do. Um, so I offer them some drinks. We're skating together. This apartment girl is pretty cool, actually. She seems pretty chill. Although, I definitely get the vibe that she's not interested at all in any of this. She even seemed kind of, like, not that interested in this Haley girl. She kind of just seemed like she was sitting there, like, thinking to herself, like, what the fuck? These people are weird. So we start skating, and I'm like thinking, man, let's just like go hit up a cool spot, or maybe if we skate away from the park, we get closer to a bar or some kind of establishment that has a TV. So it was my dumb idea. I was like, you know what? We should leave Kildona Park, guys. Like, there's a street called Scotia. It's just right here. Paved roads. You can go as fast as you can. It's dope scenery, and there's a bar on the side. We gotta go. So we start skating. I start talking to this Carmen chick. You know what? She's pretty fucking cool, actually, right? Like, she's actually a pretty good skater. She likes Dr. Dog and shit. She wants to go to BC, like British Columbia, which is a province in the country of Canada. And she wants to, like, plant trees and shit. And I'm like, oh, this girl seems kind of cool. She's crushing beers. She can skate. She likes trees. Like, what more can you want, right? And I'm telling her, I was like, yeah, like, you know, we got to get heading out soon. Like, cup final game. And she's like, oh, yeah, Boston, Chicago. It's a good series. Chick digs hockey. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of starting to fall in love myself. At this point, I kind of veer off with Haley. As I kind of pulled her aside, like on our boards, I'm like, yo, like maybe let like Buddy and Carmen, like just talk a bit, like, you know, let them feel it out. She tells me straight up, she's like, Carmen's not interested at all in this shit. And I said, okay, I can read the room, but let a man dream, right? And at one point, I skate ahead because I'm trying to find a stream on my phone at this point because the game's literally about to start. And I hear like a Wilhelm scream or whatever hipster version of it would be. And I turn around and this penny board just comes flying at me. And Haley's just laying on the road. Now, I'm not a doctor, okay? Although I was really fucking good at that operation game. When I was a kid, listen, man, her ankle was fucked up and it was, I don't know what she did. I don't know if she hit a pebble. She just stepped off wrong. I don't know. She broke her fucking ankle though. It's very obvious. So then I had to like kind of pull her aside, pull her off the road. And this Carmen, Carmen and then my buddy Alex, like they're like maybe 30 feet behind. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? So at this point, I'm like, yeah, we're definitely not fucking catching the game at a bar because Haley just broke her fucking ankle. Sick, right? 
And we're just sitting there. No one's dividing the plan. Like, this is how dumb we were. We're just sitting there. And Haley's thinking, like, how do I explain this to my mom? She's going to fucking kill me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you're an adult. And this, the cup finals are on. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, your ankle will be fine. Like, it's not going anywhere. The cup finals, like, your team doesn't go every fucking year. Carmen, being the beaut that she was, looks over and is like, I'm going to get my car. We're going to get Haley to the hospital. And I'm thinking, yeah, get your fucking car, drop Haley off, and then I'll go and watch this fucking game at, like, Boston Pizza or something. Because, like, which sucks, but, like, whatever. So we get Haley in the car. We drive to the hospital. And, like, no one knows what they're doing. I have a bit of an idea, so I take Haley into the fucking emergency room. All the chairs are taken up. Place is packed. Like, whether, like, back when Turner Overdrive was doing, like, a meet and greet or some shit. I don't know. Place was buzzing now. So, I fucking find a wheelchair. I get Haley in the wheelchair. And I, like, just look at her and I was like, hey, listen. Like, I'm sorry. I have to go. Like, Carmen and Alex will be here. And she's like, oh, I don't know if you were paying attention. Carmen and Alex left. They went to go to my house to get some shit for me. And I said, what? She's like, yeah, they went to my house to, like, get a change of clothes and, like, a pair of, like, flip-flops or some shit. I was like, so they just left me with you. And at this point, this girl can tell that I'm not fucking impressed. So I turn around. She, I Keep in mind, I'm just wheeling and dealing her all over the emergency room. And there's one TV in the emergency room. And it's, like, some fuzzy, burnt-out piece of shit. So I wheel her to, like, the front of the TV, and I was like, well, if I'm waiting here with you, I, I have to watch this game. I have to. Like, it's a matter of life and death. At this point, no one had scored. And I don't know what Carmen and Alex did. They didn't bang. I know that for a fucking fact. But they also didn't come back for the entire game. Because I remember when Alex walked in, at this point, I'm ready to fucking throw down. I'm so pissed. But the bees are up two to one. And I was like, dude, you can't do this to me. Like, I can't believe I had to watch this fucking game in an emergency room hospital. Like, what the fuck is rotten? And, you know, Bickle did what he did, right? Now I'm ready to fucking lose it. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you're going to have to fucking put me in the fucking hospital. Because I'm about to lose my fucking mind. While I'm ranting about that and essentially tearing like my friends, like being like, why'd you drag me here? Like this is all your fucking fault. Bowling scores. And I'm just thinking, what the fuck? Like, is this happening? Or like And as you're like piecing it together, like the all of a sudden the game ended. And at the as the game ends, this Carmen girl is like, hey, like I talked to Haley's mom, she's gonna come, so I'm gonna go home now. It was great meeting you guys. And she left the hospital. And I never saw her again. That's how I watched the Boston Bruins lose the Stanley Cup in 2013. And it was a miserable summer. And all I can think about was, I don't know if hockey can ever get worse than that. Like, what's worse than losing the Stanley Cup? <laughs> Little did I know. If I could just go back and talk to myself, pull my pull myself aside and just say, hey, like, you're always going to love this team. It This team is going to be sick. There's going to be some unreal regular seasons. You don't even know, but there's this kid named David Pasternak that's going to come in. He's going to rock your world. And uh, also, David Backus comes to the Bruins at one point. I don't want to get into the details, but it's, it's kind of fucking lame. 
that's all I'd say to myself. Maybe also say, hey, it, it gets worse. And the heart the heartache it it just intensifies. So yeah, looking at the dates, you know, like I saw that today was June seventh and I just couldn't help but to think like yeah, that was potentially potentially that was the last time we were ever truly hopeful and not as damaged. You know, we knew what defeat was, we knew what embarrassment was, but we did not know the shit we were about to endure for the next 10 years. But that's hockey. That's why I love this team. That's why I don't know when they'll do it, but when they do do it again, I'm sure in the midst of all that celebrating and the champagne and the cigars and the Heineken Silvers we'll be crushing, I'm sure I'll think about that moment when I was sitting there in the emergency room, not injured, but just waiting with a friend for an absolutely cataclysmic failure of a double date. And I'll think, wow, maybe it's worth it. Anyways, you've been great. I've been Bobby. I'm going to shoot it back off to the boys. And hey, remember... If you're all about the destination, then take a fucking flight. Let's go bees, baby. Don Sweeney, please sign Trent Frederick. That's another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. Bobby Bruce. The dude doesn't dude, miss. What a fucking story, eh? I know. Holy shit. I loved it, it. It left me on the edge of my seat the whole time because I'm waiting for the part to tell us like where he actually like sealed the deal, got laid, but he didn't. He just had to watch the Bruins basically piss it away in a hospital. Fuck, that sucks. Oh, I know, man. That's Poor the bastard. worst. I know. Ugh. But at least it was. I mean, if Dude. you're if you're in that situation, would you rather be in that situation when the Bruins win the Stanley Cup, like in 2011, or would you rather be in the situation in like 2013? What I think I would. I, I think I would prefer the situation Bobby's in because it yeah. would kind of be like a buzzkill not to see like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh so, yeah, dude. Yeah, hundred percent. So that would could be the been, biggest buzzkill. Yeah, I guess it could have been worse. I guess the Bruins could have won the Stanley Cup, but. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? But especially like he's from like the well mid middle part of Canada, right? Like Chicago's not far. Like the whole central division rivalry yeah. bullshit, especially with him like Chicago coming to Winnipeg a lot. I could see how that would fucking piss him off. Well, at least we know how he met Haley. Uh Haley are uh uh, from obviously Bruins Twitter, where I'm just gonna oh, go yeah. ahead and go ahead and assume I'm not gonna name drop her last name. I don't think people want that, or she wants that. But I think ah, Haley, ah yeah. fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found out how Bobby and uh, Haley met two lovebirds yeah. over there. So the one that got away for both of them, it sounds like. But hey, we could always rekindle love here. But yeah, that, no, that, was, yeah. that was a phenomenal story. I was just. Waiting for Bobby to be like, hey, but I, I sealed the deal at the end of the day, so I had my guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, as long as you get your points, you're not dash on the night. Exactly. You're fucking doing your job. Exactly. Oh, hey, dash what one. do we do? What do we do here at Only Bruins? 
fourth line mentality off the Fucking glass nice. and out baby you gotta off grind it out he was grinding out one of those two minute shifts he was four fucking... checks four checks banging bodies all night long <laughs> like four lines deep every fucking night you know off the glass the only problem is a, he wasn't banging any a, bodies and no one was deep dump and change you know <laughs> yeah that's what he should have done when he got stuck with her at the hospital dump and change baby we'll, te- we'll teach him we'll teach yeah him. yeah we'll teach yeah him. at least someone can maybe learn from dump and change no but it's a good anyways that was a good little easter egg yeah yeah good <laughs> good old days the good the good old um, but yeah so another great story i i'm i'm sure you yeah. just I'm sure you guys enjoyed it. Like, how how can you not enjoy a fucking Bobby Brewski story? He's great at telling stories too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry they didn't uh, finish the deal, seal the deal. Yeah. I guess, huh? But no tappins for Bob. No, 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 no Us back fourth liners. No Us... backdoor t- tappins. Nope. We we back check hard. We four check hard. Sometimes we don't get the results. Exactly. It's just, it's just fourth line mentality, baby. He should have gave her like two or three margaritas. Maybe even four put in her tush. What do you what do you want to go to? You want you want to talk about this fucking bullshit Stanley Cup final right now before we wrap this up? Yeah, just because like are the Florida Panthers even really a team anymore? <laughs> like what the fuck is this? Cassidy dude? ruined them. Yeah, it, you know what it is? It's the 10 days off. And I'm so fucking sick of it. And you've got two days off in between traveling from side to side, which I understand. But the fact that you I just I you set Florida up to fail just like we were set up to fail in 2019. There's no fucking difference. The same thing happened to the Canadians. I hate them, but the same thing happened to the Canadians against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like I saw a picture today. It was like the this Florida team and the Montreal Canadian teams in the finals are like spitting image of each other. They were down 3-1 in the first round. Uh fucking just all this stuff. They have miraculous goalies. Um they had a 10-day layoff and kind of lost all their steam. And it, it just kind of feels like that's what's happening with Florida right now. Um, I don't know if anybody listens to uh uh what's it called? Uh game notes daily with spit and chicklets, but uh Matt Murley, everybody rides. It's where we get like kind of got our we we kind of got our steam for our betting stuff. Uh yeah. He was saying today that there was a rainbow of over the ocean in Sunrise, Florida. And <laughs> during Pride Month in EBR, everybody fucking rainbows. I don't I'm hammering. I know this is a day late, but I'm gonna tweet it out. I'm hammering Florida tonight. They gotta bounce back. If they don't fucking win this game, it's over. The series doesn't start until the fucking home team loses. So here we go. Big game tonight. I know a lot of people don't give a shit, and I don't blame you. Uh, the series is the first period of every every game of the series so far has been great. And then other than that, it just tails off. Um, Florida's trying to bully Vegas too much. And what do we know about Cassidy teams? Like they, yes, they might get bullied. Uh, example Bruins teams, but we have a hard fucking forecheck, or we did with Cassidy, and we played great defense, and that's what you're seeing with this Vegas team. They come, they come in layers. Like they talked about it on um, uh, Thirty Two Thoughts, how 
and spitting chicklets, how, how they just kind of like hand the puck off to the next guy, hand it off to the next guy, hand it off to the next guy. And they come in like a weave formation. And it's funny because that's the system Monty has, but he adapted that from fucking Bruce Cassidy. And he didn't change much of it other than activating the defense more, which we do. And we got caught on a bunch and Vegas doesn't, and they didn't get caught on a bunch. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling at this point, but good for Bruce Cassidy. Fuck all you haters out there. It doesn't mean just because Bruce Cassidy was fired that. Oh my God. The, the, I'm so sick of that fucking narrative. Because two he's can be two right. wins away from winning it. Everyone's fucking bringing it up again. They brought it up right before the fucking series started. Now they're bringing it up because he's up 2-0 in the series. And he's fucking dismantling this fucking fraudulent Florida Panthers team that we just happen to fucking lose to. They did a whole fucking interview with him talking about his stay and all that. And people brought up good points. Uh, Excuse me. Every good coach has to leave at some point. Like He brought up how he had to fill yeah, he he had to fill in Claude Julian's shoes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He took the job. Yeah, he had to yeah, talk yeah. about that. That People... was a great coach that he filled in. Like, do you remember his time before? Was up, just like Cassidy's. Do you remember before they named Bruce Cassidy the head coach? People freaked the fuck out, and everyone was like, "Oh, uh, they said he'll because of what happened in Washington, he'll never be a coach in the NHL. He doesn't got it." <laughs> You just pinch it again. You pinch it. You pinch it. Yeah, I just fucking. Yeah, it's a, it's my a little penis. pinch. It's gets caught in the zipper sometimes. But uh, now I'm thinking about your dick. God damn it. Um, <laughs> How Cassidy, are you? Cassidy, Cassidy. Oh yeah, yeah, Cassidy. Cassidy yeah. <laughs> I can't look at you, dude. I gotta. I just gotta go off screen when I pee now. Fuck. No, it. no, no. I like this. I like this. It's off season, baby. It's off season. <laughs> But yeah, Bruce Cassidy was alluding that how like uh in, you know that you do need to change the voice in the route sometimes. Like you look at Pete yeah. DeBoer, he went from Vegas to Dallas. He faced Dallas in the fucking was it the Western Conference Finals? No, didn't he no, he went to San Jose to Vegas. Yeah, and then to Dallas this year. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he took Pete DeBoer's job and then had to coach against him in the Oh yes, okay. I see Western yeah. Conference Finals, right? And it's like And they're both in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it just proves like you can be a good coach in your mess. Like look at Paul Maurice, he's in the Stanley Cup fucking finals and he walked away from the Winnipeg goddamn Jets. I moved my microphone away cuz I just realized I'm screaming into it. <laughs> He walked away because you see these clips of Paul Maurice, okay? And you see him, and he's this fucking immaculate. He doesn't know. From what I hear, he doesn't know the most about hockey. And that's not a slight to him because he's a great fucking coach and a Stanley Cup champion. I'm saying the fundamentals of the X and O's, he leaves to other guys that he trusts within his system. He's a motivator. He's a fucking uh, a, a, a personal speaker or whatever, if you will. That Winnipeg team was giving him dick. And he was saying these speeches before the game for I'm fucking sitting in my room and I don't even like Florida and I'm ready to run through a fucking Florida eliminated us from the playoffs and I'm ready to run through a fucking wall for Paul Maurice. So the fact that you, you got this guy who, you know, is always oh, washed up. He can't even get Winnipeg to do it. Nah, man, maybe it's on the fucking players at some point. Have we ever thought about that? Like, fuck God. Anyways, good exactly. for Cassidy. I mean- I'm happy for his family. I'm glad he said that he'll be able to come back to Boston. He doesn't feel like it'll be as fucked up as it would have been if Boston came really far or whatever. And like, he was even saying like, fuck my kids get chirped back in Boston. Like he lived here for 15 years. He calls the place home. His kids are getting chirped because their dad wasn't good enough. Like fuck that shit, man. This guy was a great coach for us. 
we should have won him a cup in 2019, and that is on the fucking players. Yeah, he could have made out of the decisions, but he was a great fucking coach for us that year. And you know what? Suck it, Bruins fans. I hope Vegas wins the fucking cup now. Oh, yeah. You can all cry. I can't wait. Hey, you know what? Bruce Cassidy's got that fucking dog in him. You hear what he said on, on 32 Thoughts? He was like, um, Elliot Friedman's like, you said something in 2019, and he cut Elliot Friedman off. He's like, I want my name on that damn fucking cup. So... Go, Bruce. I Honestly, I hope both teams fucking lose in seven. I really don't give a shit. But uh, to, to upset Bruins fans more than I already have this offseason, I hope to fucking God. Petrangelo, Bruce Cassidy, Mark Stone, Jack Eichel, all these players that weren't good enough to play in Boston, I hope they all fucking lift the cup this year. Rant over. Fuck, fucking rights, baby. Let's go. I, I, you know, I don't care if it's the team that essentially – obviously eliminated us from the playoffs. I know people always say like, yeah, it would feel better if that team ended up winning it all. It also feel better to still be in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it, yeah, it does. It it makes you feel a little bit better seeing that you like, it wasn't a fluke. You lost a team that, that made a Columbus or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I understand that part, but this, like I want Cassidy to win. He deserves it. His it just goes to journey, man. Yeah, he it just goes to. I mean, when Claude Julian was when his time was coming up, like you kind like the writing was almost on the wall for a while that Cassidy was going to be the next man up, basically filling in Claude Julian. Don't don't you think it was a little different with Cassidy because there was no rumors, nothing came out until afterwards. The only rumor was was that him and Jake DeBrus don't like each other. That was all we heard. And Don Sweeney had already said that his job is safe. And then, yeah. no. So, so it's like it came from Neely and upper management. And that's the fucking business, guys. I hate to say it, but that's just like Cassidy had a job the next day. That's what he literally said in the 32 Thoughts interview. He was like nine hours later, I had a job in Vegas. Yeah, he was. He wasn't. He's a good man. coach. He knew he was getting a job. People were. It's like when Claude Julian got fired. Pasharetti went to Pasharetti and other members of the team went to management and said, Hey, like we want Claude Julian. Mm -hmm. So they fired their coach at the time, or I think maybe they had an interim head coach at the time and they got, they went and got Claude Julian obviously ended up being the wrong decision because he didn't do too well with Montreal, but got them a cup final Claude Julian did against Tampa. He had a, like his heart thing that year. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was the coach of that team. But still, that that was a fluke, though. That was a yeah, fluke. yeah. Well, <laughs> you gonna make a Canadian division like what is it? The it's the fucking ice capades yeah, out yeah, there at that yeah, point. No. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but in all seriousness, though, like I know I got a little heated there. I'm just so sick of this discourse online. It's just like, man, like get. If you're really saying we should have never hired Monty and fired Bruce Cassidy, you're so behind on this. And I would just like you to catch up this offseason. It'd be great. Be great for everybody. Yeah, no, it would be. I would be so happy for a guy like Cassidy. But let's all be real if Cassidy stuck around. I mean, I'm not going to be the dead horse, but if Cassidy stuck around, you're not having the season that you're having. I don't even know if you... Because then you're looking at a different matchup. I don't know, like if you have the players that you have and all that. It could does turn he put like, Does he put Bert, Zaka, and Pasta together? Probably not. Probably not. You, Probably you saw not. how long it took him to fucking put uh, take Pasta away from Bergeron. Does Clifton have the year he has? Probably not. 
Does Trent no, Frederick oh, have the year he has? Not. Probably absolutely. not. Does and Jake DeBrusque have the year he has? Thing. Probably not. No, because Trent Frederick's not. Uh, Jake DeBrusque isn't on this team if he's back. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Cassidy was hard on Swayman. And Nobody ever talks up. about that. Cassidy was so he's, hard on Swayman. hard on everyone, being a rookie. But he told Jack, guys, yeah. He told Jack Eichel when he got there, like, yo, we're together on this. Like we're coming in together. He definitely the success of from this his team. Mistakes. Yeah. And yeah. he said on the on the fucking interview, this is the best team up and down the lineup he's ever coached. And I honestly think so, to be honest. I think if he coached the Bruins this year towards the end of the year, he would have said the same thing. But that Vegas team is fucking stacked up and down the lineup. Like Chandler Stevenson, he's so underrated. And he's like the third line center. William yeah, Carlson has 10 goals in fucking 18 playoff games. He's also on their third line. Like yeah. It's just, it, it's a stacked lineup. They, as, as mad as everyone wants to be about Vegas, they fucking did what they needed to do. They got a $10 million superstar. They went out and got a number one D in Petrangelo. They went out and got their number one winger in Stone. They have all these guys that fucking work because uh, of the no income tax. They play on small contracts that are uh, uh, like playing way above their pay grade and Howden and all these other guys. Then you guys, you have the Smith and Carlson's that are making $5 million a year. Uh, you got the Martinez's who are, cup clinching goal winners uh that you know have done it before you got jonathan quick in the room now like you got this, mark stone who's a fucking gamer dude yeah like th- this team's stacked it, it doesn't look like it on the fucking surface this team is and then the one guy who's making the biggest impact that i said was gonna win the fucking cup this year whatever team he goes to ivan barbashev he's looked like an absolute stud and i'm here in chicago wants to give him eight million dollars next year like it this Vegas team stacked. If they win the cup, I wouldn't be surprised and good for Bruce Cassidy. Yeah, no, no, exa- exactly. It's and the thing is, he's doing this all with his third string goalie right now, who's just catching fire at the right time. So it was awful in the AHL this year. I want to add like his numbers were like <laughs> fucking horrendous in the AHL. And he just comes in and smashes it for the play. Did he... This also goes back into the people like keep Swam, Swayman and Allmark. If you want to keep four to five million dollars on the bench for a goalie hug, I get it. It's fun. It's yeah. cute. It's loving. <laughs> brothers, I fucking get it. It makes your heart warm. But as somebody who is uh, okay, so I said this to someone. I'm going to say it to. Uh, we'll wrap up the pod quickly with these types of comments. I'm done with the regular season. Over the past 10 years, we have proven that the Boston Bruins are the best regular season to ever fucking play the game. We've won the President's Trophy three, three out of the fucking four times as a uh, as a franchise. We've won the President's Trophy in the last 10 years. We have proven over the last 10 years in this this Marshawn, Bergeron, Krejci, Tukarask era that we are the greatest fucking regular season team over the past 10 years. Cool. I'm done with that. I want to get in as the last place fucking team and roll through everyone because we've had to fucking fight to get in the playoffs. Like that's how I'm looking at this now. Like I I, I love the regular season we just had, and I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life because it meant a lot to me. There's definitely times through this season that I was going through shit where this team fucking, I don't care what anyone says, man, sports can fucking bring you together. brings you into a great community that we have with this BNG shit, the podcast, you, all the people we interact with on Twitter. This was the most amazing time to be a Bruins fan and such a great time 
to be a sports fan of Boston, uh, in a sense, to watch what them and the Celtics, for 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 that matter, did this yeah. year, you know, and it was beautiful. It was poetic. It was it was all of those things. I enjoyed it. I'll never fucking forget it. But I want another fucking cup. Like I, I'm gonna get greedy now. I'm gonna get selfish now. Like I want another fucking cup. I want Whoa. Pasternak to lift it. I want McAvoy to lift I want it. Bergeron to get one last cup, dude. Yeah, like it's like I'm so done with fucking our goalies being the best two goalies in the league. Like let's just get in the fucking playoffs and ride a guy. Like I don't know. I just if you're not gonna use your utilities, why keep five million on the bench and? I just I only care about playoff success going forward. Am I going to enjoy the regular season next year? Yes. Do I want six game losing streaks next year? Yeah. Why not? Who gives a fuck? But I want our team to make the playoffs, and I want us to be competitive, and I want us to get that fucking dog in us because I don't think the young core like the McAvoy's, the Carlos, the Pastor Pastor was playing out of his mind in this playoff series, and he got hurt at the beginning that we found out and kind of rode the whole series that way. But I want to see like McAvoy step up, the Lynn Holmes, the the guys that we have in this young core fucking show that they've got that fucking dog in them. Like, look at Sam Bennett this year. He didn't have a great like season. He's one of the best playoff performers in the fucking NHL right now, or was before this series. So I don't know. I'm I'm ranty Brett right now. I got a couple <laughs> wobbly pops in me. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I loved what we, I, I loved and I'll cherish what we had this season, but like, I'm all good. I'm 30. I'm ready to see them win another cup. Yep. It's been yeah, like 12 years. There's nothing years. wrong. Like, like going back at it. Like, yeah, it, it, like looking back at it, it would, it would be nice. Obviously maybe don't chase the record, but you know, the thing is the Bruins will forever have that record, but also, the thing is, too, if Bruins won the Stanley Cup, they would always have that, too. So it's, yeah. you know, the thing is, your name would rather be on a cup forever than on a piece of paper forever. Yeah, no, exactly. Like a historic season. It was good and all. It was so much fun to watch. I Like, obviously, like I want, you know, I got to a point where, like, I didn't really care. But then I was like, OK, like, yeah, that that would be cool. Then, like I think we both can admit that this season helped us both out through a lot of shit. Oh, absolutely. You know what absolutely. I mean? The community, the team winning. Like you feel good about that shit. You know what I mean? Like I know, like I, I'm speaking well, from you, but I know we both went through sh- shit in the past year. And look, look where we are now. We're fucking doing a podcast together and having the fucking time of our lives, even though you know what what happened did happen, but like this season was amazing. Um, no, it, it was amazing. Like I, I think I safe to say I made a lot more friendships with the Bruins community this year. I met a lot of awesome folks this year, even though half these folks tried to kill me with fucking Jaeger bombs, but I, I, I met a lot of awesome people this year, built a lot of awesome friendships. The podcast was great. Like the podcast doesn't grow the way it grow, grew if it weren't for the season the Bruins had. And the it just made for a tight-knit community there. And we obviously weeded out the assholes pretty quick with Bruins Twitter and everything. But it just it made everything so much better. And obviously, you know, when you're winning, like, how can you not have fun winning? When, when can anything really go wrong? Besides when the Bruins management, upper management tried to throw a wrench in that. And we don't have to mention that scumbag's name, but. And even that was early on. 
Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I hate saying that because it was awful, but we were able to heal as a community. And it also showed me how good of people there are in the Bruins community. I don't want to bring it up completely, but you know what I mean? Like, we Mm -hmm. saw people coming out of the woodworks going to bat against our beloved franchise, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it sucks. It sucks because, like, I feel like we should be in, we should be there right now, but we're not. It, it just, it's, it kind of sucks to think about right now, but yeah. it is what it ain't. I still want Cassidy to win it all. Uh, it's, it truly had, like, I'm really happy for Cassidy. He's a hell of a guy. So, yeah, great person. Good old yeah. Canadian fella. Yeah, you know, like a lot of like he's he probably adjusted. Obviously, I mean, it's he said too, he'll be a Bruin forever. He grew up and it was his favorite team. It essentially made his career too, like yeah. his coaching career. Like I, I, I know I was he talking... had a little stint with Washington before, but obviously he wasn't going to get another chance after that. Bruins gave him a chance. I was just going to say that me and Gail were going back and forth. Um, on one of my posts, I think it was either my post or her post about how people forget that, like I said earlier, like Bruce Cassie was written off as like never to be an NHL coach again after that. Yeah, shit if you Washington. read articles, if you read articles back then, like he got lucky to get that chance in Providence. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because if you read, because he knew someone back then in Washington. Like people are like, he's never gonna coach again. He's not even gonna. If you come can't do close. it with OV, then you can't do it with anyone. Like all that shit was coming out. So, yeah, I, good for Cassidy and the family. Uh, we should be better. Fucking, we should be a better Boston and Bruins community than fucking ripping him and or ripping Monty, which is such a fucking the the uh, just. It's a layup in the wrong way. If that makes sense, chirping Monty about this. Yeah, yeah, he had a tough time this off season, but he's the coach of the Bruins for the future. Yeah, and I'm happy 100%. about that. Yep. Yeah. No. At the end of the day, it was still the right decision. I don't care if Cassidy's in the finals and we're all golfing right now. It was the right decision. You saw it in the regular season. You got to believe Monty's going to learn from his decisions. Um, Fire Sacco and fucking hire. Mark Savard already. Oh, Jesus awesome. Christ. Another thing, too, someone posted. Uh, Brett Harrison and Shane Wright played on the same line this year, and Mark Savard was their coach. Oh. <laughs> Rumor, boys. Bring it home. <laughs> but that would be something, huh? I know, eh? That's wishful thinking. Yeah, very big-time wishful thinking. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't, you I don't, got I don't, anything else? I yeah, I don't have anything else to add to this. This was fun. Was, I appreciate everyone throwing in questions. All all the questions were great ones. It was something that we could actually expand on, talk about. And it was great. We appreciate this, it. This episode was like a train in the night. Where are the tracks? Yeah. I yeah. I can't find them. Yeah. Or <laughs> or for me, where's the hole for the fucking piss bottle? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else, but we'll leave it at piss bottle. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going down there. Just whoever's yeah, we... still listening, ugh, God bless you. Yeah, fucking beauty. Yeah. But no, that'll wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in, listening, asking the questions, listening. We appreciate you, Bobby, for uh, another phenomenal Bobby's Corner. Always crushing yeah. it. 
Oh, uh, yeah, it's it was, this was a fun one. I mean, the question certainly helped us get by. We could expand on stuff and talk about it. We're inching closer and closer to free agency. Mm. Who knows? Maybe we'll have yeah, something like to talk about by next week. But we'll real? keep asking you guys for questions unless we're, you know, loaded with free agency news trades and yeah, like the that. dude the way they're doing it this year the draft is june 28th and 29th and free agency is july 1st like it's yeah, like absolutely bang, bang, bang 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 yeah like, they're gonna be they must... we might have to do two weeks <laughs> yeah no seriously honestly they keep up with everything holy yeah. shit because that's like wednesday and thursday is the draft and saturday's free agency so we might have to do like a monday episode and a friday episode yeah which yeah, no, better that, for that the listeners be that, that wouldn't be a bad one though but dude we'll, what we'll do you look into that hopefully i mean we got to start looking into well we're, we said we were going to wait till the regulars or not regular season but till the actual season was over to start our youtube page and yeah uh, we're going to test it other... with some live streams first i think yeah yeah, yeah. live streams yes we're going to be doing that this summer yeah, in the summer, like once a month, maybe maybe more if the boys are feeling fucking frisky. Yeah. But, but yeah, that'll, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, anything you want to say, goodbyes, anything you want to add real quick, go for it, um, baby. Just happy birthday to the three again. Uh, Lauren, Heather, and Dana, happy birthday to you guys. Um, I know it's a day late for two of you, but... You know, we, we show a love to the Bruins community. You guys have been great to us, so we want to show it back. But other than that, just keep looking out for stuff. Uh, we got some merch in the works, some new stuff. We're going to do a big drop at once uh, with, like, three or four different designs so people have some summer stuff to, uh, you know, right. to buy before the regular season next year. So other than that, uh, it was great chat, as always, dude. Fucking can't wait till next week fucking rights baby it was another great episode talking bruins with you shooting the shit trying to pee sucking down some fucking miller lattes always a good time lattes i got uh, i got eight more to suck or no seven more to suck down before the end of the night so let's get cooking baby but ladies and gentlemen that'll wrap it up for whatever number episode this is we appreciate you guys tuning in listening shout out bobby for another great bobby's corner another birthday shout out to laura and heather and our boy dana enjoy it get fucked up you know the hashtag baby no beers safe ladies and gentlemen we, we will see you guys next week we love you all stay cool Peace. Go beer and beer.